Hello everyone, how's it going? My name is B Desilu. This is the Financial Thoughts Podcast, episode 11 now. Um, and this week, I'm going to throw it over to you. So any any questions, I've got a few questions to answer from people. Um, I've thrown it out there. Um, don't be shy, like, if you if you need your, if you're worried about something. I mean, the thing is, people ask me questions anyway, um, you know, um, from, uh, what do you call it, on, on DMs and social media and stuff like that. So... Um, I know you guys have questions, so if you've got questions, throw them out there, um, I'll attempt to answer them. Um, so I've, I threw it out there a while ago on Reddit, and I didn't realise, but I did actually get get a few replies, but this was only a few days ago, so it's, it's not like it's late or anything like that. Um, so yeah, so I wanted to I wanted to kind of answer those questions, um, and like I said, man, anything else that, that comes up, just, just let me know. Um, just looking, because I had one on, Inst- I had a couple on Instagram as well. So let me let me try and answer those. One second. Um, okay. Okay. All right. So all right. So we've got a couple. Um, all right. So we'll start off on Reddit. Um, all right. So this the question is. Alright, so, so what, what I threw out was, um, what stops you starting a business or a project? So I've thrown it out there, I've got a couple of replies. Um, so the first reply, um, the guy says, alright, I would say for me, it's not knowing how to get a prototype together and then finalising it. Another big thing is, what is the best way to sell um, that product to people? Okay, so, <laughs> I mean, it's quite, a broad, it's quite a broad question, I'll be honest. Um... All right, in terms of knowing how to get a prototype together, so I'm going to have to assume that this is an invention or something, a new idea that you're trying, a new product that you're trying to um, get out there. Um, and in terms of in terms of getting that together, okay, so, so it really comes down to whether you want to create the thing yourself or you're happy for someone else to do it. Now, if it was me, um, I'm not very uh, technical or mechanical or whatever, um, so I'd, I'd prefer to get someone to do it. Having said that, I'd, I'd want the design, like, it's really how close, if you're going to get someone else to do it, it's how um, kind of, how you can communicate that idea to someone else, because you can have, a, you can have an incredible idea in your head, um, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's at its maximum um, capacity in your head, if that makes sense. So it's really getting that into reality um, and not really compromising what your vision was for it. Because it's very easy for you to go to a designer, um, explain what you want, and then to come back with something completely different. Now, if, you, if you've done logos or you've done any kind of design work where you've had to um, outsource it, you'll know that it's, it's such a headache to get your vision into the designer's head and for them to do it perfectly. They're, they're doing their best, but that communication is really, it's really difficult. So... I will say if you can, and if you're coming up with a new invention, um, you're probably quite a technical person anyway, do you know what I'm saying, to, to come up with that. So if you can, um, it's, it's, it's really a trade-off between how long it will take you for you to get the skills um, to put together a prototype um, and, say, the cost of getting someone else and maybe the loss of a vision slightly of getting someone else to do it now if you can get a really good designer then definitely um definitely do that um but if you're technical and you want to do it yourself i, I would if, you know if i could i would do it myself um okay so 
me personally, if if I'm going with a designer, um, you know, it's it's really your your instructions and your you know, it's worth having a consultation and meeting with them just to make sure that they fully understand what you're trying to do. Um, with the cost of that, if you're getting someone in the UK, obviously that's going to be expensive, probably. Um, but I think the best way to do it, if if it's if it's not such a technical, you know. Um, revolutionary kind of invention or whatever I think the best way to do it most cost effective way to do it is probably to go to China not physically go to China like email um, some factories on Alibaba.com uh, once you do that uh, you'll be able to kind of give them give them a spec and knock together some kind of prototype now if it's just a prototype that you're looking to go to investors with or just to get an idea of whether the product will work it's not a bad idea to go to China because you can get really cheap um, you know, uh, it, it probably won't be perfect, perfect how you want it, but that's that's the idea of a prototype anyway. You're just seeing whether it works. So I think for me personally, if I was doing this, which um, I may do actually in the future, um, I would, yeah, I think that's the best bit. It's just go on Alibaba.com, find a product that's as close to your product as possible, uh, or find, a, find a, a factory or supplier that make products similar to your product. So if your product's a camera accessory, for example, um, Go to a camera, uh, find a camera accessory um, Alibaba user or factory, um, and you know present your idea to them and see see what they say. Um, and I think that's that that's probably a good starting point. If that doesn't work, obviously try different things um, that I've mentioned as well. Um, but I think that should be cool. Um, all right. So the next the next part of the question is. Uh, and he said another big thing is is what is the best way to sell the product. Of course, that's a big thing. That's that's the whole thing almost. Like, if you you have to you have to have a route to market um, for any product that you're selling for anything that you're selling, or you you outsource the route to market or whatever. You know, like with Amazon FBA, you're basically outsourcing it. You're you're taking on their customers and using their marketing and whatnot. So you don't have to worry about it as much. But obviously, if it's your own product, you do have to worry about marketing. Um, Okay, so really what this comes down to is your understanding of your customer, um, understanding of your market, um, and understanding what kind of what problem that you're solving. So you need to know who your customer is. That's that's the number one thing, is you need to know this is this is my customer, they're interested in A, B, and C, and they're like and, and the key point is where are they likely to be? So if you've got uh, younger people say teenagers or whatever they're more likely to be on snapchat for example uh, whereas you know maybe slightly older but young people as well are going to be on instagram and then now older people on facebook so that's the social media sphere of it but then you know it could be so much other stuff like you know trade shows um forums online as well um you know it's just where where are those people's eyes is, is what you really need to know and that just comes down to your market I and mean, that's why i say as well it's always good to kind of love the products that you're selling especially if it's like a private label on amazon as in your own products or an invention as, as you're as i'm guessing you're trying to do um it's always it's always good to, to love your product because if you're if you're a consumer of your own product you know what you do right so I'm I'm into fit I'm into fitness a bit, so I go to the gym and that, um, and I know roughly okay if I do a fitness product, how I'm how I'll probably market is um, you know I'll, I'll get a couple of influencers influencers on Inst Instagram that have loads of followers, 
um, and you know I pay them to promote the product. Uh, maybe I'll go around the gyms if depending on what type of product it is. Go around the gym, see if I can advertise at the gyms themselves. Um, you know I look at forums online; they're quite big. Uh, Facebook groups, Instagram hashtags, all that kind of stuff. So really, I need to get where the where those people are. Once you're where those people are, it's really what what problem are you solving? So you can have a great invention that you know. Um, is, is amazing and blah, 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 but it may not solve any problem or there may be a, a solution already. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, what, what was, there's always uh, some some weird ones on Shark Tank and Dragon's Den. Um, I can't, yeah, there's like, <laughs> there was, all right, the, the dumbest one I've seen on Dragon's Den is uh, a split. So it's like a bed sheet, but there's a split so that the, the idea is that a couple, one, one, you know they're not going to fight over the sheets or something like that so they don't know exactly where their space is so i mean it's ridiculous isn't it and it, it doesn't it doesn't really like in their mind when they created it they probably thought oh wow this is oh this is finally we can sort out this argument so many people must be arguing about this um but really it solves no problem like no one's no one's gonna buy that uh i don't know maybe maybe people did i need to check that out <laughs> Um, but no one's going to buy that because you're not really solving a problem. But in your head, you're thinking, oh, wow, this is great. So again, that comes down to your market research. So you need to, one, if, if you're, I mean, that's quite a broad idea. But if you're a fitness person, you know what you would use. So one, one product I like that I've seen recently that I've even thought about doing myself is like, quite an annoying thing I don't really drink them anymore but protein shake when you're drinking protein shakes you have to shake it and you're shaking it for ages and blah 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 and then you don't really want to put it in a blender because it's just a waste of time so to actually have a little blender thing in the protein shake in in the shaker like the cup thing um, where it mixes it and it blends it properly and there's no lumps and all that that's a good idea and there's quite a few of them now on Amazon um, and I think they're doing quite well so stuff like that, because that, that solves a real problem. Like something like that, I'll look at it, and as someone who at the time, I guess, used protein shakes, I think, okay, that's that's interesting. That's, that's something I might buy. Um, you know, it's lots of stuff. So you have to actually look at, is this solving a problem? And that comes down to, one, whether you would use it, but then also doing your market research, maybe throwing it out to forums, checking, you know, what problems there are. A good uh, one tip that's, that's quite good is... Um, you right so you go you go kind of in the comment sections of maybe uh say it's fitness again you go in the comment sections of fitness videos and or uh reviews on amazon for fitness products and see what problems people actually have like what are the what are the problems they're trying to solve and then solve those problems and then it's really you know then it's just a matter of showing this thing to people and then you know if you see it and you're like oh yeah i have that problem i want i want that solved then of course you're going to buy the product so i think that's that's definitely the best way to market but it's a massive thing and it's, it's completely dependent on what your um what do you call it what your product is what you're trying to do it's so it's such a it's a it's a really broad question but hopefully i've shed some kind of light on that um all right, so next question. Uh, my biggest problem is coming up with loads of ideas only to find out they have already been done, so it's not even worth trying. Oh, ah, interesting. All right, so listen, there's 7 billion people in the world, right? That's, that's you know, say, 
I don't know, say a million people or whatever are trying to come up with ideas all the time. Like they're trying to trying to look for this next idea. Um, that's a lot of people. There's always, always, always going to be competition. There's always going to be people doing what you're doing. Like it's it's guaranteed. So what? Okay, so so sometimes it's it could be completely oversaturated, and there's no point in doing it. Although that's quite a negative um, take on it. It can be oversaturated. So if if it's something. Okay, so so a key thing here yeah, is is are you doing it because you're thinking, oh, okay, yeah, this is something that's definitely going to make money, or are you doing it because you're thinking, right, I, c- I can do this slightly different, and I know where the people that are doing it are going wrong, and I can adjust it, and I can actually solve the people because I care about this this issue. So it comes down to that a lot because there's so many um, there's so so many businesses that like are. That have done well in saturated markets. So, if you take, for example, um, Innocent Smoothies, for example, right? There's the drinks industry is massive. So, like, there's this, you know, billion dollar, multi, multi billion dollar industry um, for soft drinks, for juices, for fizzy drinks, for whatever, even water, every type of water. Um, so, what Innocent Drinks did is they said, all right, cool. Look, there's a slight. There seems to be a slight gap for really healthy you know no added sugar no you know just straight from straight from the fruit blended um drinks because health you know it's all there's trends as well it's about watching trends so you can see that the trend for healthy stuff is kicking off all right cool so i'm gonna i'm gonna create a company where you know we're gonna charge a little bit more but we're gonna this is our product and it's different to what ev- what anyone else is doing so it's it's there's always going to be people making drinks or whatever, but it's, it's about your spin on it. And if you can target like a niche, like a different market. So look at what your niche is rather than, you know, um, kind of giving up or it's, it's just really like there's so many, there's so many different communities, so many different people, um, so many different groups of, diff- of people that, you can you can always find some kind of niche or some kind of gap in the market um and there's you know if this so there's there's a lot of businesses um you can you can go through like you could be on your 10th business and then it all right finally kicks off um so it's you know it, it can i guess it can be a bit um deflating if, if you've got a great idea um, and you know you see all these people doing it, but it's really what your spin is. Like, what what are you gonna do differently from these other people? It doesn't mean that just because everyone loads of people are doing it, you can't do it. You can still do it, but it's just what is your what's your take gonna be on it? Are you looking at a different market? Um, you know, what's your spin? Are you gonna market it differently? You know, if you've got an exciting market marketing campaign, for example, um, something that really gets people's eyeballs um then that can be your thing and also because people have done it before you you can look at where people have gone wrong you know what what have they done wrong and like you know where can you improve on it um have they maybe they haven't got any heart and you know or you know maybe there's an environmental message that you can you can give off this there's so many different things that you can do so many different spins so many different ways to market also another thing is that if you have like massive uh businesses that you're competing against you a massive business is massive they'll get their sales they'll you know they're gonna they're gonna be around um but 
don't underestimate the the pros of a small business. So a small business in the same market, what it means is that you, you can be more flexible, you can make decisions, you can change your mind, you can do all kinds of different things. Like the reason why a lot of businesses, massive businesses like Toys R Us, Maplin, that's happened recently have gone out of business because they can't maneuver that quickly. So they, they've already got their shops on, you know, in retail parks and, and whatnot. And they can't just all of a sudden say, oh, you know what, we're not going to do it. But if, you, if, you, if you're a small business, you've got a website and it's not working, you can say, all right, cool, that's not going to work. I'm, I'm going to scrap that. Maybe we're just going to do Shopify or maybe we're just going to do, you know, um, we'll just sell on Amazon or we'll just sell. You know what I mean? You can, you can maneuver around. Um, and that's a massive plus. And you can see it now, like multi-million pound businesses going under um, because they, they're just so slow in the way they maneuver. So even if you're a small business, um, you, you need to really take every advantage that you can, that you've got. And see it, see the advantages rather than seeing like the negatives of like, oh, so, you know, everyone's doing this. See what kind of advantages you can do or that you've got and that you can exploit um, and really just go, just go with it. Um, but in terms of it not being worth trying, it's definitely worth trying. Like, it's definitely, it's, it, well, do you know what? It's, it's what you, it's what you want to do in it. Like, this, this is the route. This is the thing with like being, being an entrepreneur or trying to do your own thing, create your own job. This is the route, do you know what I'm saying? It's not going to get easier. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's not going to get easier, but your skills will get better. So the more you fail, the more things that you think, you know, businesses that you start and don't go right, you've learned every time. So, so that is the route. That's just the route that it is. Do you know what I'm saying? So, um, you, and you have to, it's, it's not going to be easy. That's, that's why, that's why, um, you know, not everyone does it. Like, if it was that easy, everyone would do it, right? So, it's not It's not going to be easy. But the difference, what will make the difference between you being successful and that guy not being successful is that you just didn't give up. Do you know what I'm saying? And, like, if you... Right, so say, say you're starting at the same time as some other guy. You both start a business. It doesn't work out. Why, that guy drops out. You keep going. You do the next one. Okay, that one doesn't work out, but it's slightly better than the first one. And then, all right, cool. You do another one, and then, that guy's dropped out ages ago. You've you've gone way ahead. He he might look like he's doing better because he got a normal job, and you know he's making his thirty k and doing whatever. Um, he's going on his holidays and that. But if 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 you really want to do this thing, this is the route. That's the route that you've got to take. You know, you may not make money for years. But then at the end of it, you're, you've got your freedom and you're doing what you want. So it's you before you start this um, or before you take actually take the jump and, and do the idea. And I think you should just try it, even if it seems like it's oversaturated. I think maybe you should just try it anyway. Um, but before you do it, you've got, you've got to really say to yourself, am I going to do this as in, am I going to keep going even though I fell 10 times? Or, you know... Um, am I just going to give up at some point? If you are going to give up at some point, then it's better that you just get a job. Like realistically, it's better because you you would save yourself um, the time and energy to do all that stuff, and you weren't going to kind of stay for the stay for the long haul anyway. So, you know, that's I think that's really the decision that needs to be made: is am am I am I doing this entrepreneur thing or am I doing you know the nine to five thing? And that's that's the only decision that you got to make. Um, if you're doing an entrepreneur thing, you've got to understand there's going to be competition because other people want to do it. <laughs> um, there's going to be competition. It's going to be hard. You're going to fail, but you've made your decision and you're going to do it. And then hopefully, you know, one day it will kick off. And like, to be honest, man, for most, 
it's, I can't even say, all right, cool, if you keep doing it, you'll be guaranteed. But that is just the route. Do you know what I'm saying? That's the route of where you need to go if if you want to do this thing and if you want a chance to, to be successful. And everyone that's been successful, your Richard Branson's, your Alan Sugar's, your Bill Gates, whoever, they failed a ton of times. Like, they failed. That, do you know what I mean? And it's They've kept going. And that's, that's really, I think, that's the big difference between, you know, so-called making it and not making it, being an entrepreneur, is that, you just keep going, like, you know, all the people, you can see it in them, they've just, they've just got that fire where they're just, got, there's nothing that's going to take them off that path, they're going to keep going, they're going to keep doing it, even if they have to go and get a job for two years in their head, they're thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to do this job for two years, get my money, and then keep going, and that's the difference between being an entrepreneur, or even being a hustler, you could even say, and being, you know, um, you know, a normal, <laughs> I guess a normal person, I don't know if it's normal anymore, but being a normal person, anyway, um, so next question. Uh, okay, so this one he's <laughs> he's got five things that he's not um, that he feels stops him doing what he wants to do. Um, okay, so I'm gonna try and like go through these relatively quick because there's it's quite a few. Um, Alright, so the first one is working with the wrong people. If I don't get along with the people I'm starting a business or a project with or we don't complement each other's skills in any way, that stops me starting a business. Right, very important, actually, working with the wrong people. Don't work with the wrong people. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to say that, but, I mean, me personally, my experiences with working with like business partners or whoever, is it hasn't been great to be honest man like there's you know people people dropped out or they're not as passionate about the thing as you or you know so so many uh, variables or you might not be as passionate as the as them do you know what i mean you might not be willing to to work as much so it's hard the only thing you know is where you're coming from you know how hard you're going to work you know how passionate you're going to be so you can't it's impossible to know really you know, where that other person's head is because they met, they'll probably say all the right things, they'll probably be up for it, especially if it's an exciting, good idea. They'll probably be up for it. Um, but that's no guarantee that they that they will. Um, and it's, it's, it's tough one, man, because it's, it's really your judgment. It's like, you know, if, if you, if you got, say, say like, um, you've, you've got a friend, <laughs> no, actually, let me, let me not say that. Um, or say, say say you're going to date someone but you were friends with them before or something like that you don't know what they're, they're going to be like when it comes to that crunch it's, it's a completely different situation so why I say that is because if you're if you're just friends with someone and then you go in business with them it's a completely different relationship do you know what I'm saying so how good of a friend they are is no, not really an indication of how good of a business partner they're going to be so it's really difficult to um it's, it's, it's really difficult to judge that. Um, I think, all right, so if, if, you, if, you, if you're if you going to, if you're looking to go into a business with someone, I think really you've got to look at what what are they going to bring to the table that you can't bring to the table? Do you get what I'm saying? And work out how much is that actually worth to you? Like, you know, is, is it a thing where, um, you know, they're bringing in a lot of money um, are they what what skills do they have? How much would it be to recruit someone with those skills? So, for example, if if they're very good at sales, um, you know how how much would it really be to get someone else who's just as good at sales? 
you know what I'm saying? Um, but I think, I don't know, I really, I honestly think that the default position, you should try and do this thing by yourself and then get people in so that you're the head of it, so that there's not, you know, clashes of ego at the top and people trying to be on top. It's very clear that, all right, I'm on the top and then, you know, I want you to help, so I'm going to bring you aboard. Um, but if it's a thing where it's direct partners, as in, you know, you've got 50-50 stake of the company, it can lead to a lot of headache. It really, really can lead to a lot of headache. So you just got to really... I'll, I'll tread carefully with that, man. Um, even even with family, everything, because it can it can also re- ruin relationships as well. It can ruin friendships. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that there are there are obviously there are partnerships that work, but it's just really you need to know that the other person, one that you're completely committed to it, and that the other person is completely committed to it. And if you really have that sense or that feeling, then yeah, obviously go for it. Um, but yeah, I'll tread carefully with that. Um, the next point they had is the market is oversaturated. So I'll kind of answer that in the in the last the guy's question. Um, but yeah, the same thing. Markets, there's certain markets that are going to be oversaturated. Look at niches within that market or look at, you know, completely different markets. Look at trends coming up. Like what's the ne- next trend in this market? Um, you know, Netflix, great example of that. Like if you, if you went into like the video rental um business a few years ago you would have said no blockbuster's got this locked up but what did netflix do they looked at the trend of online media um and matched that with you know a new kind of model a new idea which blew blockbuster out of the water so you know if they thought ah you know the market's saturated for this rental thing they they wouldn't have ever got started so it's um really just looking yeah looking at those things i think trends niches um, every, everything's oversaturated there's so many people in the world <laughs> you know what I mean so that's always going to be the case but there's always always opportunities the, the, especially now because technology is changing so quick so there's always new trends there's always things VR's coming up um, you know so many so many new things that can really change complete landscapes of, of um, our culture and our world so there's always always opportunities it's just that you've got you've got one you've got to know what the market is now and then have an idea of what the market's going to be in a couple of years and if you know that then you can you can definitely get above it's like surfing surfing a wave like you're, you're always you always want to be ahead of the wave you don't want to be behind otherwise you're going to crash um, so yeah so just know your market and know where it's going I think is key not enough knowledge of the industry is their next point um well you just need to get more knowledge of the industry to be honest with you um there's no um, there's not there's not really a, there's not really a way around that actually um you, i don't know what you could do that you couldn't like get knowledge of the industry in it like obviously um cost of customer acquisition is too high okay that's the that's his next point sorry point four um yeah, it's it's really you've got to do your maths on that one. So you've got to work out if if the cost of, if the cost of customer acquisition is more than what you're selling the product for, then obviously it's not a viable business. So you've got to look at ways that you can cut that down, um, and you know just just make make the thing viable. Really, um, you know maybe look at targeting a few fewer customers but keeping them on as repeat buyers. Um, so that the cost of acquisition is not as high, um, but yeah, but there's no there's no way around that either. It's like you need to you need to do your sums and you need to make sure that the acquisition the cost of acquisition is um, 
lower than obviously what you're selling it for and that it's a viable business that's that's key 100 percent key um and there's again there's no way around that it could like you know apart from looking for cheaper ways to acquire customers and that also if if Depends how big you want to do your business, because if the cost of acquisition is higher, then it's also a barrier to entry for other people. Um, and if you can get those customers in and keep them as repeat customers, then you know it's going to be harder for people to come in and take them away from you. Um, so yeah. Um, okay. So the the his fifth point is the work involved is not fun or exciting at all. Again, do you know what I think with the whole with all your things, yeah. Um, the guy from Reddit, Brist Progress. For all your points, I think it's really you're just picking. You seem to be just picking the wrong business. Like honestly, um, you know, if you're saying there's not enough knowledge of the industry, you, you that's what you need to work on. Like if the market's oversaturated, you know what I mean. You need to know your market inside and out. Now, if the work involved is not fun or exciting at all, then pick something that is fun and exciting to you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if if you don't like the process of the of the business, then it's not for you. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's it's going to be for someone else who does. Find, if you're coming against someone who does find it fun and exciting, um, they're going to blow you out of the water. They're going to kill your business. Like they're gonna, they're going because they they if it's a chore for you and it's fun for them, it's not a comp. It's no competition. Like you you're going to lose all day. So I think really it, what seems to be your overall problem here is picking the right business. Um, picking the right person to work with or working by yourself, being confident enough to work by yourself um, and you yeah you need to yeah I think you need to go back to the drawing board a bit and just pick the right business like what what are you passionate about what problem do you want to solve what what do you think is a problem in the world um, what do you don't what you don't like do you know what I mean like look at what you really want to change and that's not to be honest man like for me personally, it's like the process of business. Like the reason why I like Amazon because the process of it is I find quite interesting. Anyway, I've always found that interesting, um, like just business in general. But there's a load of businesses that I, I would could do that you know I just wouldn't be. It wouldn't be fun for me, so I wouldn't be able to do it at my best um, ability. So. You know, as a while ago, I started a website called Afro Tapes, which was supposed to be like an Afro Beats um, media website for the UK, and it, it probably would have it would have done quite well. Do you know what I mean? Like we going, you know, started off well, did well. But the the point of the thing is that I just wasn't passionate about it. It wasn't my favourite music. Um, you know, I was learning about it, but as more I saw an opportunity, as in I saw a niche and a gap in the market, and it's something that could have really been successful, but I just didn't find it fun. Like I. I I wasn't passionate about it, do you know what I'm saying? So that's why it didn't kick off because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't willing to work on it all the time, and you know, and and that's everything else can be in place, but if you if you haven't got that interest in it and you're not kind of, you know, you're you're just not in that market, then it's not for you. It's not. It's just not going to work. So yeah. So if it's not fun or exciting or yeah, just uh, what's the point in it? Just get a job. Like it may, it may, it will make more sense to get a job. Honestly. Um, all right, so that's that. So one on Instagram. Uh, all right, let's see. Okay, so so when you package random items for arbitrage, so it's an Amazon question. Um, what do you use for packaging? Do you buy packaging bags and boxes from the post office as they can be quite expensive? So. What I do is I buy, I buy uh, packaging from eBay or or even Amazon, 
Um, so I've got like a little tape dispenser. Um, and I buy, I buy the biggest boxes I can, which are 30 by 18 by 18. So they're pretty big. They can hold like 30 kilos. I think that's the maximum you can send in per box for, for Amazon anyway. Um, so it works out about two pound a box, but you can put in a lot of stuff. Um, you know, especially if you're putting in like computer games, you can put in over a hundred, easily over a hundred computer games or DVDs or whatever. Um, so it works out, you know, pennies or whatever to cover the cost. Um, so yeah, so that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's the best way is just, you just get stuff from, um, you get stuff from Amazon, eBay. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's, it's, a, it's most cost effective way, I think. Um, it's saying that if you can, because people will say, oh, but it, see with boxes, it always feels like there's always boxes um, that you can get. You can go to the supermarket, or whatever. You can do that, but it's just that if you're looking to maximize, maybe when you first first start and you, you don't, you need smaller boxes. But say you go to the supermarket, it might be like, you know, um, uh, like the boxes won't be as strong. It's like double and triple layered or whatever, double and single layered. So if you get single layered, it's quite weak. You can't want them to hold that much weight. Um, you know, the, the sizes will be off, like all this kind of stuff. So for me, it's, it's worth, I just like getting the big ones, just shove everything in there. It's just easier. Um, but yeah, if you're starting off, maybe go to the supermarket. You don't say, I don't know. See, see, see how it goes. Um, but I, I would recommend... Um, uh, I definitely recommend just buying them and just, you know, that you've got them there. Um, packaging, tape, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, I buy I buy on eBay and Amazon as well. Um, and then labels as well you need sometimes because you need to label the barcode. So, yeah, you buy the labels. You can print them off in the ordinary... Um, they, they say you're supposed to use laser jet, but I've, I've literally, I've never had a laser jet printer. I've always had inkjet. So I've always used inkjet. So, you know, that's a normal one. So that, that shouldn't be a problem. So, and then, yeah, you just buy the labels with 27 labels on them. Um, I use a site called labels4u.co.uk, which is pretty cheap. Um, and you can get a ton of them, man. Um, so, yeah, they're pretty cheap. And, yeah, so, all right, that's it. I think that's it. So the first question. So, yeah, man, feel free. Listen, I will answer your questions. Hopefully, I proved it in, the, in this uh, episode. But I'll definitely answer your questions. Anything, anything you want to ask, um, without reason. Let's, does anyone ever say that? Without reason. We'll do it. Anything you want to ask. No, within reason, actually, because yeah, I don't want some of my questions. Um, but, yeah, just just send your, your business questions, emails. Follow at me anywhere you want, Instagram, SoundCloud, etc, etc. And I will definitely get back to you. Cool. That's it for this week. Um, next week, I'm, I'm away next week, but I'm going to try and I'll, I'll do something before I go and then we'll post it up next week. So you'll have that. Um, but yeah, cool. All right, take it easy. Have a good week. Um, and yeah, cool.